0: what's up everybody and welcome to episode one of never been questing my name is colby you can find me in the tavern as karen
1: karen boomier what's up everybody uh this is dave rivero uh, you can find me on twitter at d 1222 and you can also find me invading people's personal space as noctis swift river
2: salutations my good brethren it's your boy, Maverick. You can find me on social media at heartbreak underscore underscore kid. And then you can also find me breathing fire as the one they call Oshin.
3: Hey, y'all. I'm Aaron. You can find me on Twitter at Aaron P. Friedman. And you can find me in the tavern as Paramar Sergion.
4: Hi, everyone. It's Lauren Taylor, a.k.a. Win Bay Mosque. And uh, you can find me on Instagram at L-E-T-U-N-O.
0: And uh, because I forgot, I am a gnome fighter.
1: I am a human rogue.
3: I'm a barbarian, or a half-orc barbarian. Keep <laughs> I'm,
2: I'm a, a half dragonborn. Elf.
3: Oh. I'm a half-elf ranger. Is there a problem?
0: Yes, there's a problem because <laughs> you
3: never know the order. <laughs> I never know anything. That's not news. How long have we been doing this? Like two, three years? <laughs> Almost like two and a half years.
5: And I'm Evan, the game master. <laughs> Ooh. Are we ready to go? Let's do it. In the eastern region of Eseron, nestled under the Greyline Hills, sits the city of Greenfeather. Under the rule of the experienced Queen Revelot, Greenfeather is a relatively plain and irrelevant town. No one important lives there, no one important goes there, and in fact nothing important ever really happens there. Now, Greenfeather might not be that important in the greater political structure of Esron but the folks that live there are happy to call it a home. Town lord Erling Thielen is getting later in his years and is happy to creep Greenfeather off of the radar. He ensures that taxes are paid on time to the queen, and in turn, she ensures the city guard has resources and dispatches the occasional knight to take care of a group of highwaymen here, uh, relocate a family of owlbear there. They have a symbiotic relationship. This town is not uncustomed, however, to the occasional visitor. Maybe a young boy just coming of age on a journey to join the Queen's army, or perhaps an apothecary selling her wares from town to town. Tonight, a few visitors sit in the tavern, strangers to one another and the town they have found a bed in, having a drink and enjoying the night. A man sits on a bar stool, talking to the barmaid and making some new friends for the night. David, why don't you introduce your character?
1: Noctis Swift River hails from the small coastal village of Hunter's Wharf. Right outside the trading border of, uh, so I, I need to figure out how to pronounce this, of Uzroth. Is it Uzroth or Uzroth?
5: Uzroth is how I usually pronounce it.
1: Uzroth, okay? A quiet child, he found solace in quiet mischief and trickery to the dismay of both his parents and the villagers. Soon Noctis gained a reputation as a thief and a pickpocket and gained a particular talent for talking his way out of trouble. One instance, however, he was unable to talk his way out of. One night, a band of mercenaries came into town, and Noctis thought it would be fun to do some light breaking and entering. He snuck in and took the first chest he saw and scurried on home. Soon, the band of mercenaries began knocking door to door, demanding information, and soon all of the villagers were pulled out into the town square. One by one, the mercenaries slaughtered the villagers, asking for their beloved treasure between each corpse they added to the pile. Finally, Noctis stood up in a wave of bravery, crossing the young boy's heart. Here, he screamed, throwing the chest at the bandits. Their leader, a man with a scar on his cheek and a crow crow tattoo on his forearm, just laughed and looked at Noctis and his family, eerily ecstatic and simply said, this will not save you. (laughs) The bandits continued the slaughter uh, as soon as it was only Noctis and his family left alive, first his parents, then his younger sister, until the man turned to Noctis with a crooked smile should have never robbed this boy, and he raised his sword, and an arrow struck him right in the eye. He yelped, and soon a swarm of orcs descended upon the village. The mercenaries who stayed and fought were slaughtered, and the ones who ran, including Mr. Arrow in his eye, escaped far into the night. The orcs found Noctis bloodied, beaten, and heartbroken. I did this, he said sheepishly, clutching onto the only thing he had left, the chest that he had stolen. As he opened it, he found two exquisitely made daggers and a single stone, deep blue and more powerful than even the mercenaries realized, resting in the middle of a silver necklace. As the leader of the orcs looked upon Noctis with pity, he spoke, My name is Holg, and you have nowhere to go, human. Come with me and prove your worth, and you might be able to regain what you've lost and more. No human has been allowed to enter the capital city of the orcs but I will take you there, and let the half-orcs teach you their roguish ways. Years pass, and Noctis learns to hone his skills as a rogue, training with orcs uh, and adopting many of their ideals and mannerisms. Soon, Noctis's presence—or uh, sorry—soon Noctis's presence is requested by the orc leader, and promises him the one thing that he has yearned for since that day in Hunter's Wharf: revenge. In exchange for his talents, Noctis will receive the opportunity to go back. To the continent and hunt the man who tore his village and family away from him but revenge has a price and noctis will soon learn that this is much more than just a simple plot for revenge as he sails back to the continent of esseron he clutches the necklace he still wears a reminder as it is underneath his cloak
5: oh i love it (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) a few tables back a group of misfits sits around another table playing a lackadaisical game of cards Among them sits a woman who looks just slightly different from her otherwise mainly human card-playing counterparts. Lauren, why don't you introduce Winmay Motsk?
4: So I'm Winmay Motsk. I grew up as a half-elf to my full human dad. My mom isn't around, and we never really talk about her. Um, My dad is a farmer, and he raises animals in a remote town off the coast of Dalewyn. And this is something we didn't really talk about, but... (laughs) He funneled some of the animals and supplies to Dalewyn in support of the resistance on the island. Um, So that's something that he sort of does in quiet on our remote farm. Um, uh, So he raised me to take care of animals and he taught me how to hunt with a bow so I can get food for the animals and I know how to hunt for myself. Um, uh, So um, I decided one day to strike out on my own after my 22nd birthday seeking work as a mercenary in a distant town. Um, one day, one of the animals came to the town that I was in, and I got really worried, because why would my dad send an animal to me while I'm striking it out on my own? That's, uh, that's really unlike him. Um, so I returned to our remote farm, and my father was gone. Um, all the animals had disappeared, and when I asked the local townsfolk, they had no idea who he or I was. Um, so I'm on a mission to find my dad, and figure out what happened
5: oh i love it as well so good i like that you added in the the dale Wind, like the the uh fights among the elves which is awesome
2: this sounds like uh the nfl draft because all of us have tragic, tragic stories <laughs> <laughs> i have my own graphic yeah, family want, was murdered
5: i want someone to just be like i'm really rich and i just want to fuck around <laughs> i actually played a character like that once it was so fun a few chairs over Also a party to this increasingly less interesting game of cards sits a a small fellow. At first glance, it appears that someone is on the hook for bringing a child to the bar. After a close (sighs) inspection, the figure is not a child at all, but rather a fully grown gnome. Colby, introduce your character.
0: So, my name is Keren Boomier. I'm a 25-year-old gnome, and I'm an inventor for the Elven Royal Family. I come from a long lines of inventors and tinkers who have worked for the Zilgiris family. But only men in my family have worked in the shop. However, I am my family's only daughter. By the way, they call me Kay. No one else can call me Kay. Only them can call me Kay. But I had to start working because my dad got sick. And I expected the Elven Royal family to send their best, best doctors and apothecaries to come care for my father, but as soon as he got sick, they kind of just disappeared, which is weird. But anyway, I'm gonna keep working. I kept working and turns out I'm kind of hit or miss as an inventor, Uh, mostly miss. What, What happens is I make something and it works awesomely the first two times I use it and on the third times, it always breaks, every single time. And I'm about to get fired. But I heard through the grapevine that there is this gear of a rare metal somewhere in the western part of the continent, where because I'm from the where the elves mm-hmm. um, kingdom is, mm-hmm. that could help me, and it will make all of my stuff work. So I am questing for that rare um, that rare gear. While I was growing up, I had a lot or not a lot, really just one. I only had one friend when I was growing up, but it was an elven night boy. And he helped me learn how to fight because uh, I'm not very popular. Uh, I have this thing where I I normally start talking and I keep talking and I like telling people things about the world and I guess they think it's annoying or whatever, but I really like telling people how stuff works, Uh, but it got me beat up a lot. And this very really nice old boy helped me learn how to fight. And when I was about to leave, he let me take one of his weapons. So I am off looking for this gear. Also, I, help being, I hate being called a dwarf or a halfling or a child.
5: <laughs> I love that. <clears throat> In the back corner of our tavern, stands a shoddy table with two wobbly chairs. This table probably doesn't see much patronage as it's tucked deep into the shadows of the bar. Tonight, however, two hooded figures sit at the table, silently enjoying a flagon of ale. Two misfits in Esaron, trying not to turn too many heads. i don't Aaron and Mav introduce your characters in whichever order you feel?
3: Paramar Sergione, I'm still workshopping the pronunciation of the name, <laughs> was born... Verdin Tonzaru in the human town of Zarfis during one of the many <laughs> orc-human conflicts. His, mother was a pillage, or his father was a pillaging orc, and his mother was an unwilling, innocent human who was a victim and subsequently an unwilling mother. Verdin's mother took care of him for the first three years of his life, but couldn't bear to raise a child with orc blood and cast him away into the wilderness, far away from Zarphis. Over the next few years of Verdin's life, he lived a nomadic style, trying to find somewhere he fit in and could call home. Though he traveled far and wide, humans exiled him as an orc, and orcs exiled him as a human. After years of rejection and turmoil, Verdun abandoned his human name and adopted the elven name Paramar Sergion. He'd never met an elf, but they they were the only race he knew of that hadn't rejected him. Paramar developed an aggressive face and brawled anyone who crossed him to cope with his constant rejection, but deep down just wants to find a group that he fits in with. Right now, he feels like he's most at home in nature where nobody can cast him away.
2: And I am the one they call Oshin. Not the details of my childhood are pretty hazy. And unfortunately, most of it was told to me by one of my greatest enemies. What I have been told is that I was born in the world of Abir, which is the homeland of my people, the dragonborn, descended from the most noblest creatures, the dragons. I was born to forbidden lovers. To explain, there are basically two... Lineages of dragons, one that descend from Tiamat, the dragon god of vanity, of greed, of pure evil, and the god of Bahamut, the god of justice, peace, and tranquility. And it shows through your scale. So I was born with silver scales. I had family that had different colors, so it was very apparent that I was born, uh, that it was a forbidden love that made me. And so there was a council of dragonborn that decided ultimately between both families that I would either be killed or that I would be sold off. And I was ordered to be killed. However, the night before my execution, my mother took me from my bed and put me in the forest so that I may try to live on my own. Well, and then left me. And then a figure approached me as a child and it turned out to be a sorcerer. His name was Almim. And and took me with him to his house and took me to this land you call Toril in this new continent as you call it, and then things start to go wrong. This was a this man turned out to be a sorcerer that was infatuated with draconic magic, and just found his prize to learning more about draconic magic, and so I became the test subject for this sorcerer as a young child was tested upon, tortured, I had my scales ripped off, all in the name of science, so this man could become a great magician and a sorcerer. And so most of my years were very much in suffering. Um, and then one night, there was a ritual that was going to be performed that would ultimately kill me, uh, so that this sorcerer could retain their true power, when his, his Place where he was conducting business, it was engulfed with flames over the roof, and then in came a several other dragonborn. This is the first time I had seen any of my kind since I was taken from my family. Uh, they grabbed me and basically take me out while uh, trying to disarm the sorcerer. The sorcerer attempted to make a move to ensnare me, but I break out from the grasp of one of the dragonborn and claw him, blinding him in both eyes before I'm eventually dragged out, in a way. I later learned that this is a group called the Platinum Cadre. It's a very small group of dragonborn that's, that worship the god Bahamut, uh, and basically become holy warriors in the name, and so uh, they don't really see much going back to the old world of Bear, but in the world they live in now, being, bringing peace and justice and making sure that those don't feel as preyed upon uh, by people such as a sorcerer or any kind of political figures or, or warlords, you name it. And so I learned under this platinum cadre, I eventually graduated, and now I am on one single path, and that is to find this sorcerer and bring the justice that he deserved all those years ago. Ragging on the warpath. We love it.
5: We <laughs> <Boom>. love it.
0: <laughs> so... Um, I'm uh I have been enjoying the ale that I've been drinking <laughs> while while playing our card game. Oh, uh, Win and I, um, we've been talking, but we haven't really been like bonding. We've just been like kind of talking about the game.
4: Yeah, we we haven't really been talking, but Karen has really I, really been... been chatting it up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've been tight. I've been um. Talking a lot because listen, Win May, I the last move you made was actually not the best move because I figured by the cards that you've had, um, you've probably played on um, the other hand that was that you were thinking about. But the hand um, that you played would probably uh, have you lose in about three rounds.
4: <laughs> and then I start looking around the bar, thinking about how I can get out of the situation.
1: <laughs> As I see, Win May looking around for an exit, I move away from where I was previously. I was kind of skulking in the shadows, <clears throat> all sneaky-sneak-like, <laughs> and I come up and I say, it's an interesting card game you got going on here. You mind if I join you and I look over at uh, Kayren?
0: I mean, you can join, but like this game is normally for four people, and if we add a fifth person it's kind of going to throw off the cards because you know you have
1: two cards in the deck, so
0: And I if immediately add another... see
4: my out and get <laughs> up and walk to the bar.
1: <laughs> Perfect. It seems like there's an opening, and I uh, go ahead and go sit down.
0: So I guess I'll redeal. Is that what I'm going to do? So I so I take all the cards and I start doing a really bad shuffle.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I I look over at at Karen and I say, "You don't do this much, do
3: you?"
0: No, I don't. I'm not from around here, but I don't think a lot of people are. And I kind of look back, um, and I see, uh, the Dragonborn and the half-orc um just kind of sitting by themselves in the back.
2: Yeah, we're not <laughs> taking part in this frivolity. We're kind of off. We're not even talking to each other. We're just kind of off away from everybody else kind of in the shadows a little bit. Just paying no mind to anybody. Just kind of s- basically just spending time as it goes. We're not seems like we're intent on something else other than being in the tavern. Cardy boys. Fun.
3: The card game looks fun, but playing cards with a kid does not look as fun.
1: What's your intelligence again, Aaron?
3: <laughs>
5: Nine. I <laughs> <laughs> legitimately think that he did.
0: <laughs> uh, and I extend my hand. I'm like, "Hello, my name's Kairin.
1: To Noctis. Noctis, pleasure to meet you. Do you mind if I take the deck? Uh, I'm sure. a lot better. At sh- I'm a lot better at shuffling. I promise.
0: I go ahead and hand it over because, like, listen, I'm a little tipsy, and I know I'm already not <laughs> doing at shuffling.
1: So I start taking the cards. And uh, can I DM? Do you, can I do a sleight of hand check so I can, uh, like, rearrange the cards in my favor?
5: Yeah, absolutely.
1: All right. So do I roll a D20?
5: Correct. And then you add your modifier for sleight of hand. And add
1: the modifier for sleight of hand. Okay. All right. Oh. Let's 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 do this first roll. Woo! 12.
5: Um, Let's say, who's still at that table? Just Karen, right? Yep. May left. Karen, why don't you roll a perception check with disadvantage because you're a little bit tipsy. Roll <laughs> two to 20s and take the lower number. Uh, let's
0: see. Uh, 12.
5: 12! Okay, so just barely you, uh, you recognize... Um, that you, you can't tell what he's doing, he just his shuffling looks really weird and off to you, and you're like, What the heck was that? I don't think you can do that.
1: Ah, uh, you know, I've never been one to follow rules. <laughs> Question mark, uh, judging by those tattoos,
0: it seems like you don't judge a lot of things.
3: <laughs> 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 you could know, can...
5: sitting at your table, don't seem to have noticed that you did anything wrong, they're just sort of okay. like.
1: So can I turn to a random person at our table that is not Kayran, because she is a perceptive halfling. And uh, I turned to one of them. I said, do you want to put some coin down
5: on a, on a, on a game? On a friendly game? Certainly. Friendly game? And he like, just like whips out like two or three pieces of silver and slams them on the table. I All don't right. think
1: that's a good idea, guy. <laughs> then fold. I don't even know what game we're playing
5: we <laughs> are all sitting around playing this game and the the two misfits are sitting in the back just sort of watching this unfold when may walks up to the bar probably orders another drink um why doesn't everybody give me a perception check
1: sure so do i get so the little passive wisdom where it says perception do i add that modifier
5: uh so no well your passive perception is what someone rolls against you um, okay. There is so this is
1: just the so this is just the straight roll.
2: Like this is yeah. no I'll, modifiers.
5: Passive perception later, but yeah.
2: Okay, so I, no, I got no, a no seventeen. Modifiers. I rolled a twelve. Got
3: a, I got a three.
1: <laughs> I have a nine.
3: I also have a three.
5: Colby, what'd you get? Twelve. Twelve. Okay, so, Ocean, you notice um, that an unnatural cold begins to grip the tavern. And you look around, and you see that most of the people in the bar haven't really picked up on anything. But you're, you get, <clears throat> you you sort of have a, a sense, being a dragon and a paladin of, you know, when things are going right and going back wrong, and you're getting a feeling of dread starting to fall over you.
2: I still want to keep my cool though, because these weaker-minded people would get too scared about what I'm feeling. But I become a little more vigilant, just kind of eyeing the room, eyeing the, all the surroundings. Okay. Um,
5: after a little bit, uh, the rest of you begin to feel this cold uh, as well. Uh, and the bar suit the bar soon quiets down as an eerie feeling of dread falls over the room. A quick glance at the windows shows a newly formed layer of frost peculiarly forming on this warm summer night. A deathly silence sets in as patrons exchange uncomfortable glances creak the silence is broken as the door to the tavern swings open two figures in spectacular adam- adamantine armor that has been finished in a matte black with the sigil of a single red blood drop on their pauldrons file into the room standing guard by its entrance a few moments later a third figure enters with the smoothness that makes them to appear as if they're floating not much detail can be seen through their impossibly dark cloak and cowl that they wear, but the room stands still.
0: And I whisper, um, I tipsily whisper, not really whisper, to not this. Um, I don't think it's actually floating. My dad tried to make floating stuff and it didn't work.
1: The, I'm not worried yet, but I, 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 obviously I didn't make the initial perception check, but I, I, I can I notice somebody's coming in. And I kind of squint, but I keep on trying to hustle this guy in front of me. <laughs> How
0: far away from um, the our table are we to one of the walls that's getting icy?
5: Um, you guys are like,
0: like, are we in the middle or are we like against a wall?
5: The door is like right in the middle of the tavern, and through and from there straight back to the bar root, the bar itself is like an uh, 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 aisle aisleway where there's no tables. And you guys are like a table right off of that aisleway, So like the, you know, your chair might be a little bit into the aisle if you like lean back or something. Gotcha. So not super close to a wall, but this guy's gonna walk right past you. He's not to your table yet though. He's still just a couple of feet in the door. Um, I, excuse me? Go ahead. Um, no, go for it. After a short pause, the figure in the middle moves toward the bar. The room frozen in shock. Wow, I'm gonna reread that, so you can cut that. After a <laughs> short pause, the figure in the middle moves toward the bar. The room frozen in shock. After a second, the barman regains what little composure he has. Hey, you. I don't know where you where you're coming from and where you're getting at here, but for where 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 I'm from, we have manners. He's like stumbling through his words, and as soon as he says begins to say the word manners, uh, with a nearly Im- imperceptible flick of the wrist, the barman is sent hurling through the room toward the far wall. The sickening thud, the body hits the wall with immense speed before crumpling to the ground motionless. Without looking at his handiwork, the figure continues rather slowly toward the bar.
0: I looked to knock this I was like, do you think he's dead? Um, I was talking about the bar dude.
1: Uh, well, there's only one way to find out, and I'm not getting close enough to find that out.
2: I'm still sitting in the back. I kind of give a look over to Paramar, but we're both still, like, very much, if they're not going to mess with us, we're not. We're just going to get, keep seated where we are. Mm-hmm. We're not getting into anyone's business.
3: I'm usually itching for a fight, but these floaty boys don't seem like the type that I want to get involved with. Is Winmay I- at the bar?
4: Yeah, I'm at the bar. I turn to look at them because my back was turned, but I don't. I don't move. I don't do anything. I don't want to mess with them if I can help it.
0: Internally, I'm concerned for my friend, my new friend, Wyn-May.
5: <laughs> at the sight of the barman's body uh, flying through the air, several patients push back their chairs, standing tall and drawing their weapons. The off-duty city guard in the corner fumbles drunkenly through his bag for his whistle. The figure pauses for a moment only to give a slight flick of the head. The two in black burst into action at unbelievable speed, cutting down two brave men in his many swords, sword swings. The other men who had drawn their weapons pause. Several of them drop those weapons and return to their chairs. One particularly brave or stupid one rears back to strike the floating figure. At the top of his swing, the floating figure utters a word inaudibly. A loud pop sounds, and you feel a wave of dark power surge through the room. The brave man falls to the floor, his eyes lifeless. The room is deathly quiet now, save only for the moans of the men bleeding out by the door.
0: Uh, I'm sobering up pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like those people forgot to check themselves. Uh, can I go over and check on this most recent dude who um,
5: who's on the ground? The guy that just tried to hit the floating dude? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you don't need to roll a check for this. You just he's sort of he's sort of near you, so you just sort of like crawl over a little bit, um, and this dude's dead.
1: Can I? make my way to the edge of the bar, slowly, but with a sense of purpose. And can I also take the deck of cards that was in my hand?
5: Uh Okay. Yeah.
1: Do I have to you, roll you for really,
5: that? Are you trying to like intentionally stealth or are you just trying to stay out of his way?
1: I'm just trying to stay out of his way. I'm not okay. trying to like be sneaky. I'm just trying okay. to
5: you're move you're slowly away. You mind. He just continues floating toward the bar.
1: Can I also pocket the cards? <laughs>
5: Yeah, you can slip them in your pocket. I don't think anybody is paying a lick of attention to you right now. Perfect.
1: I got some (laughs) The
5: Figure pauses in front of a man sitting at the bar. As if oblivious to this display of dark magic, he sits facing away from the figure, still drinking his ale. A dark figure raises his arm. A bony, pale, white hand protrudes from the robe, pointing at the man. Where is it? They hissed. Whatever are you talking about, Ford? The man replies nonchalantly with a swig of his drink. You're always so difficult, the one called Ford responded. I see you've really gained an eye for the dramatic. Silence! With that, a glowing streak of energy flows from his bony finger. It ensnares the man mid-sip. The energy runs up his body, binding his hands and down his back to bind his legs. One tendril of energy went up the man's face, across his mouth, and gags him. The figure turns and begins floating back toward the door, the bound man in tow, floating just a few feet behind the one called Ford.
0: Uh, so, um, as they're floating away, I am um, kind of like I'm still like with the with the dead dude, um, and I I look at. Um, the two people in the back of the bar are, are friendly or I guess not so friendly faces but the, the biggest people back there mm-hmm. and I kind of like mouth is like can you can you do like s- do something?
5: So are you talking about Paramarinn ocean? Yes so are you just are you like trying to actually say words? Or are you just trying to be like,
0: Yes, that I'm like arm motions, eye motions, like head nodding towards.
2: All I'm going to be there's a time for everything, kid. I basically give him that kind of a look, and kind of.
3: (laughs) I was just going to shrug at him.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, damn.
3: (laughs) Yeah, you get a bunch
5: of like I don't know type of looks back from the guys in the back.
0: And then, so then, after that, I look at Noctis. I was like, so are, "Are you gonna do anything?" I'm like halfway across the room at this point, and I say,
5: "What'd you say, kid?" <laughs> <laughs> One foot over the sill of the window,
3: like.
0: <laughs> um. So, um, Noctis is like slipping away. I look at um my last friend, Wind May, <laughs> and uh, I'm I'm like, "Do you want to?" Like, I don't say anything, but. I, do like a do-you-wanna
1: kind of face. At her.
4: I don't say anything. I just finish my drink.
1: We're all the quirky silent types. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm like,
0: uh, f- Ford, uh, I, I think I, I call to him to see if he'll, if he'll respond
5: to <laughs> me. Look, he, he freezes. He just stops floating and he turns, like, looking to, as if to see where, uh, you know uh, where it's coming from
0: um and i um i kind of turn like i'm kind of turned away from the dead guy i'm like uh
1: i thought I you said, said i'm kind of turned.
2: he is actually he's got a little bit of ale in him i think he's getting some spirits her, thank you very much she I'm is good <laughs> litty
1: titty
0: <laughs> um and i'm like uh li- listen uh fort fort sir i I don't think I don't think you can just uh, bounce somebody and um and gag them and 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 drive and take them away
5: um he looks at you for a second and he says I just did it kid (laughs) you gonna do something about it oh crap
0: um I I stand up and I um put my hand on my sword hilt just to see what what would happen
5: uh as soon as you put your hand on on your sword hilt, the two men, uh, the two big knights in black that had uh, you know that attacked the men and then stood guard, mm-hmm. uh, immediately draw their swords again. And he says, so, then, you might not want to do that." Looking at your hand. So because
1: because I feel some sense of weird moral obligation to you, I stop from moving across the room. I'll make my way. Can I make my way back to? to uh, karen
0: you can but my hand's off my sword now <laughs> okay you can, you can still like be back up but <laughs> i'm like no yeah, so are, I'm
1: I, yeah. I was i was going to 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 pull like a like an aladdin like i'm sorry my my sister she does it she you know she's had a couple you know couple cups of ale not really thinking a little bit you know she gets really feisty when she drinks so it you know don't don't even worry about it
5: he looks at you and he, says, or he He looks like to you with like a, a look where you, you can't really see much of his face, um, but you you sort of get the feeling that he is giving you sort of like a death glare. <laughs> and he just turns and starts walking back toward the door.
0: All right, I'm leaving it alone. <laughs> uh, the two why night- I say thank you to notus.
4: Oh,
1: <laughs> You're welcome, little goblin.
5: I'm not goblin. <laughs> Black Knights follow him into the night, and as quickly as the cold had set in, the warm summer air fills the room again. I'm
0: sweating. Is anybody else sweating? <laughs>
5: <laughs> as you guys are all sort of taking stock of what just happened, you see a couple of people run over to the uh, barman's body and you see uh, a couple of people run over to the other guy. The one that you inspected is clearly dead.
0: Um. so let's um, I walk over to the two people who are tending to the barman and I say um, is he okay?
5: Uh, you see there's like one is running around like grabbing things and then you see another one is like down on, on her knees with her like um, putting her hands and feeling like different places and she's saying like uh uh, he's alive, just barely. Uh, we, we need to get him some attention immediately, though. And he, she starts shouting um, orders like, Bring me a bucket of water, stat.
0: Um, do you know who those guys were?
5: Listen, kid, not the time. I really got to make sure this guy doesn't die. I don't think... Right. He'll, but he's One, like,
0: I'm not a kid. <laughs> uh, two, who can I talk to? Uh,
5: she said... She's like, I don't know. Literally, go, go talk to the city guard in the corner. I don't know. As I see uh,
1: Karen doing this, can I make, I'm make? i going to make my way to the side of the bar or wherever Paymar and Oshin are.
2: You didn't want to make your way of, downtown?
1: It's kind of skulking their way because uh, y'all are kind of in the corner, kind of in the shadows, right? hmm Okay. So can I make my way there and can I pull up a chair? And I say, you two have the right idea. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. i like to
1: stay out of it especially when the law is involved
2: yeah there there's a time to fight and there's a time to sit back if i'm not being really attacked then it's not the, not the time i'm not here if, to save anybody's butt is Osheen hooded can i tell that he is not human
1: slash not anything that we have seen <laughs> or is or is he
2: uh like covered uh i would say i'm not hooded at the moment so you're just all out there you're letting yeah i'm not i'm pretty proud of myself and i I, before i even say what i just said like i blow out a bit of smoke out of my nostrils too you know you should really see a doctor for that yeah i think those other people need to see a doctor more than i do
3: (laughs) fair enough who needs to see a doctor is that kid over there not only is she (laughs) young to be in a bar she's gonna get us all killed
2: now, let me step in here real quick. Can I do any kind of a check? Can I see where the guy that was taken that was ensnared? Can I look around that area and see if anything was dropped or if he had anything with him? Yeah.
5: yeah, you can do an investigation check.
2: Okay. I got a 13.
5: So you get up and you walk over to the bar um, and you look at the chair <clears throat> and you see there's like a paper left on the table um and like a parchment paper and you pick it up and you can't you you, it's it seems to be like some sort of academic paper um so you're not really like super well versed on what exactly it's about but you see the seal at the top is of the uh like local regional university
2: does anybody go to this school what is this
5: uh, so people are sort of flying by you, like, not paying attention. Some people are, like, just getting the fuck out of there. Other people are, like, trying to help the bar man uh, back to his feet and, like, trying to heal him up. Others are moving the dead body out. And then um, there's probably, like, one or two people like David that are just trying to, like, that maybe are, like, stealing up, you know, a bottle of whiskey and heading out the door. Um, I turn around. I'm like. So no one's really paying attention. <laughs> I was um, looking around.
0: I'm going to talk to this city guy guard um so i guess i walk up to the city guards like do
5: you know what's going on so he's like still fumbling around um in his bags and his stuff and he's like pretty drunk and he's like you think i have any fucking idea what's going on absolutely not and like as soon as he say that you see he pulls out this little wooden um looks like a little stick with a necklace type thing And he's like hey, this, i guess that's why they always tell me to wear this all the time and he throws it over his uh um Head and he blows it, and you hear like the, a familiar whistle, like of, of guard of like the city guard whistle. So he starts blowing this whistle,
0: uh, dude. Uh, the, the people David,
5: are you real fast, Karen David, your character would know, knocked would know, uh, what that sound is. Ah, yes, and, <laughs> that's true. And if, uh, if you have any, which you probably do, if you have any like outstanding warrants or. Any complaints to the department? You probably start getting a little fancy, but let's let Karen finish.
0: Uh, I, I don't, I don't think uh, the whistle's going to do any good right now. Can you just tell me what's going? Can you tell me like anything about what's
5: happening? You idiot! The whistle brings all the guards here. We, these people need help. I don't I, know what's happening. I saw it. The same thing you saw. A crazy guy in black robes just came in here, murdered some people, and took off. But you've never like you've never heard of anything like that before i mean no have you ever heard of anything like that before
0: i mean there's this one book that i read when i was trying to get into the school uh, because i overheard um, oisin talking about the the college i was trying to get into school but it didn't really um i never thought it was true i just
5: heard stories about people floating i never i never seen anything like that in real life as you're saying that like three or four guard, city guards burst in like swords drawn uh, shields out looking around um, and you see this guy just like literally shoves you brushes past you and runs over to talk to those guards
1: so as I'm seeing the yeah. uh, amalgamation of law enforcement <laughs> into here I can turn over to uh, let's say is it hold on, let me see if I can pronounce it uh, Permar. Good and I say, You seem like a nice young fellow. You also seem like a big fellow, and I love me a good orc. So I'll cut you a deal. If you can get me out of here alive, I will give you. Did I ever end up getting that two silver from that guy? Yeah, you just stole. You just took it off the uh, table when you took the
3: cards. You just slipped perfect. It off. I will give you <laughs> <two> silver. <laughs> You got yourself a deal. I do not like this many people here. And by the way, I'm not an orc.
1: Aren't you half- Oh, oh sorry, hold on. Okay. I was like, listen, man. Sorry, that was David talking for a second. Uh, are you a half-orc? Yes. Ah, even better. Uh, as that happens... Uh, uh, let's see. Can I ask, do you want to bring your scaly friend? Probably not the best
3: idea to, uh, <laughs> you know... Have a dragon? (laughs) He's not my friend, and I don't really care who comes with us. Just give me your money, and let's get (laughs) out of here.
4: (laughs) I sort of overhear the deal that they're striking, and I don't approach them, but I think when they leave, I'll follow them out.
1: You got some good ears
5: over there from the bar.
4: (laughs) I got big old ears. I'm a half elf.
5: (laughs) (laughs) I could probably – she's also a ranger, so she's probably adapted, like, tracking and paying attention. So, like, she picks Fair up enough. She picks up on, like, the one group of people that aren't doing anything to either get the fuck out or, uh, like, help people. And so she's like – because that's what she's doing. So she's like – she sees you guys, and she clocks you, and she's like, what's going on? Um, Paramar, why don't you make an uh, – how about you make an investigation check?
3: Okay. I roll an 18. 18? Ooh! Uh, wait, is it just a straight-up d20, or do I add or subtract anything from that? I'm not sure what investigation. Well,
1: it's intelligence.
3: Intelligence. Add or
5: subtract intelligence.
3: Okay, so... uh, You 17. had a 9, right?
5: Yeah.
1: So Is it 17. minus 1?
3: Yeah, it's minus 1. Do so
5: you have a 17?
1: 17.
3: Yes. 17. Um, so
5: you look around the bar, and you clock behind... Uh, the, so you see like you're looking at the bar and on the right side you see people are uh, helping this man that's been sma- that's like bleeding out and smashed in the corner and you see sort of behind him but more toward the center of the bar you see what looks to be like a door um, you can't tell if it goes outside or if it just goes to another part of the building um, but you see a door back there
3: I think that's our best to get out of this place without dealing with all these polici types <laughs> let's go you will not get a note from me
5: so the three of you start walking toward the door and we'll cut back to Karen Karen what are you doing
0: uh, I see um, my friend <laughs> I see my friend knocked um, knocked this uh, walking towards the the um, Walking towards the the door in the back of, uh, especially since um, he's with a a rather large half fork. Um, so when I see them get back there, see like behind the bar. Yeah, yeah. I um I just kind of sneak under the little <laughs> the little bar. Um,
1: you, do okay. you mind
5: if we're so? Are we going
1: past the bar?
5: Yeah, you have to like like step like around the bar, like underneath it or something.
1: Can I? Can I can I steal a bottle of whiskey?
5: Roll a roll a sleight of hand.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is what I was born for. <laughs> Two sleight of hand checks. of a, a Maniac. That is, let's see, sleight of hand. Dex, that is twenty-two.
5: Okay. Yeah, you slip uh you slip a bottle little bottle of whiskey into your pocket as you're sliding out. <laughs>
1: You have
5: like, bolt into like your sleeves. You have like a, uh, it looks like a seam, but it's a false seam. It's actually like a pocket and you like grab it and slide it up into your uh, seam and sort of like close that pocket around the whiskey bottle.
0: Um, uh, as I'm making my way back to the bar, I like not so subtly like tap Oshin's um, leg since I think he's still looking around seeing if he knows anything about the, um, if anyone knows anything about the university. And I nod my head towards the people who are trying to slip out the back as I
2: slip under the bar. I ask, "Have you? Are you? Do you? Have you recognized this symbol?" Who me?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh Little I mean, it's a,
0: it's a university. But is it here? Is it? And
2: or can you read this?
0: Uh, can I roll to see um, how much I know about this university?
5: Yeah, real fast before you do that. <clears throat> I was rolling some checks for myself back here for you guys, and I literally rolled one, two, three, and three. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Colby, you can ro- roll a history check. We'll see if you know anything about this.
0: Uh, uh, one. <laughs> I know nothing about <laughs> nope. the Racing. <laughs> Add the sound.
5: Add the sound. Yeah, so you i'm not sure what i don't know what you're gonna say to ocean you can make anything up you want but you don't know anything about this university other than you just know loosely the location it is and you know that stuff gets studied there and that's it basically you know it is a university but you don't know anything about its culture uh what type of people go there what what people study you don't know anything
0: uh ocean or i don't know his name um uh hi uh mr dragon person yeah i don't i don't know i don't know anything <laughs> nothing about this
2: university i'm sorry and all i do is i just look down and i again blow my like blow smoke out of my nostrils and it just hits her in the face you know that's rude well you're pretty rude too <laughs>
1: what
2: <laughs> you're the i one know what you are got, but what am yeah, i <laughs> no you're the one that almost got yourself killed earlier uh, I I ignore that
0: barb and I go. I um, I keep walking to me, uh, walk up to um, try to follow Noctis because um, Noctis was nice to me.
2: <laughs> I did. De- I am debating on giving the parchment to the security or not because I don't I don't really care about the issue that much. So I don't know. Maybe so early
1: sh- in tow we have Kermar... Uh, me and
2: uh, Karen. Because no one's asked. Heading me. out. While Noctis asked Paramar about me, no one still officially asked me to come with him. So I'm. Well, because I'm... they don't want to talk to a dragon. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I I still look kind of stern, and I kind of start walking towards the security. I think I'm going to give this parchment to the security guards.
5: Okay. Um, before you do that, the other three hit the door. Um, and Paramar, you reach out, and it's locked.
3: Can I try and break through the door?
5: <laughs> you, mean, you mean, like, pick it, or do you mean, like, take your axe and try to cut through it?
3: I mean, like, do it with my axe.
5: Uh, yeah, you can.
3: In the in, in a, in a, okay. <laughs>
5: I can't
1: say anything yet. He hasn't done anything yet.
5: So he reaches for his axe he grabs the door it's locked you all see him do that and then he reaches for his axe i'm like
0: uh, are you sure you want to do that and i look back and i see like the entire police <laughs> department for for this town um in the, in the in the tavern what do you want to do uh, a, a key, key would be nice or or, or do you, and then do you i look see at not keys I look at Noctis like, or I, I have a feeling uh, someone here might be adept
1: at pickpocket or at um, picking locks. Can I try and pick it?
5: Have, do
4: I have? A,
1: do I need? Well, DM, Daddy. <laughs> Can I pick it?
5: Do I need anything to pick it? You need you need a lock pick, but assuming you you took a thieves pack, right? Yeah, yeah, I took yeah, a thieves then pack. Didn't you have a lock pick? So okay, perfect. You. Um, I believe lockpicking, and I'll look this up later, but this is what we're going to do right now. I believe lockpicking is sleight of hand as well. Okay. Three sleight
1: of hand checks. I am the roguie rogue. rogue. <laughs> the rogiest of rogues. Let's see. Dex. 18.
5: Okay, yeah. You you fumble with it for like a couple seconds, and you go click, click, and you get the, all the pins in line, and it just sort of cracks open. Does may
0: see us... Um...
4: Yeah, I'm sort of watching what you guys are doing, and I don't follow. I assume that you're going, you picked it, and you're about to go through the door. And Correct. once you guys go through the door, I quietly follow behind you.
1: Are you, I forgot your physical description. Are you bald? Shaved head. Shaved head. I turn back, and I'm like, who's the bald lady? <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, I don't no, I'm not
5: I think she waits until you guys get in the door. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Never you, mind. Guys are, retract... you guys are
4: out, and I'm following you out. Ah, okay, yeah, retract, retract that
5: statement. I will save that in my insults pocket for later. Okay, so <laughs> let's jump to Ocean. Ocean, you walk up to a city.
2: <clears throat> it's, uh, are you aware of the condition of the people that were are taking out? I'm sorry, what do you mean? Like, I'm asking the security guards, like, is there any word on the condition of the people?
5: Oh, Oh, yeah, they're dead.
2: I'm just trying to start a conversation.
5: Oh, he's a, he looks at you, he goes, yeah, they're, they're all dead. I think the only one that's going to live through this is the barman.
2: Now, ha- has anyone shared any information about this? There, if there was a name, Ford, that was mentioned.
5: Ford, he, he looks at you for a second and, like, puts his sword away and pulls out, like, a little, like, miniature notebook. It's, like a, it's just a small piece of leather with a couple of pages bound to it. And he, like, looks at it for a second, and he pulls out a little pen, and he writes a word down. He says, thank you for that. Thank you for that, citizen.
2: Uh, They also had a weird insignia of a blood droplet on their pauldron. He he starts Uh, taking... Are are you aware of any gangs in the area that...
5: He says, "Uh, I don't know if I'm... uh," He's like, I'm not sure what happened here, but, you know, all information is good information. Thank you. So when are we going to get a
2: response on this? Are y'all already searching? Is is a search party already been taken out?
5: Uh, I, mean, I mean, no. We're, we're the first responders. We just got in here. We'll have to wait for the chief to get in and take a look, and we, we can decide what we're going to do.
2: Okay. So what I'm actually doing is I was going to give it to him, but I'm actually pretty mistrustful of law. So okay. I actually – I just, I pocket the letter, and I just walk away.
5: Okay. You pocket the letter and walk away, and he, he continues to, like, take notes from other people um, and, like, talk to see what's going on. Was he cool with a dragon walking up to him? <laughs> he was <laughs> – Somehow, normally he might have not been very cool with a dragon walking up to him, but somehow that's the least weird thing that's happened <laughs> So it wasn't that real. Um Ocean, as you turn around and walk back toward the bar, um, you notice that Winmay, this bald half-elf person... Is and...
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> She's got a peach fuzz. She's
5: got a fuzz. <laughs> moving toward... Uh, a door that's behind uh, the bar. Uh,
2: you know that's locked, right?
5: And you were Well, you're not close enough to say anything to her, but you can just see her moving. And you also remember uh, Karen saying that they were heading out the back door.
2: Yeah, I'll just be like, "So, are who? Do y'all know? Do you know these people?"
5: So you walk up to her at the back door. So when yeah. May Ocean walks up to you, well,
4: did okay. you ask? Sorry.
2: Like, what kind of band is this? Like, do y'all know each other or something? It's kind of suspicious that you're going out the back door.
4: And I respond, "No, I want to see. I want to see where these people are going because I'm trying to figure out um, if they have any information about what happened. Because okay. it was kind of suspicious that they all left together.
5: So we'll cut to the other three of you guys." Uh, you guys have just stepped through the door. Um, you're in a you're in a room that looks like it's um, one part kitchen um, and one part um, like storage and supplies room. So you walk in and in the corners of the rooms, there's like um, uh, tables with like food and that type of thing in preparations. Um, and in other corners, there's like stacks of ale. Um, in the center of the room is a like a fire pit with a, a giant spit roaster on top and it's hang you know, a couple of cauldrons of like stews and stuff are hanging off of it, along with maybe some like um, meats as well. Uh, on the walls, you'll see like dried meats hanging as well. and the ceiling, you might see some like vegetables and other things up there. Uh, you have to your left, you see another staircase. This staircase, you'd probably immediately re- realize that this is, like, a back way for um, the staff to take food up to the the rooms that are rentable upstairs. And then you see two more doors, one on the right wall and one on the s- straight ahead of you.
0: Uh, I look at Permar, and I'm like, hi, my name is Karen. What's up, kid? I'm Permar. I'm not a kid. Um, I'm a gnome, actually. But it's super cool that you're a half-orc. My bosses would never let me hang out with anyone who's close to an orc. <laughs>
3: I don't particularly like being an orc or a human, so I've got that going for me. And
1: I, I turn over to him, I'm like, hey, don't say that
3: about yourself. You're beautiful the way you are, Paramar. <laughs> uh, I just look at him uncomfortably. You know,
1: I've taken a pretty lengthy trip over to Uzroth. Have you ever been there?
3: Yeah. It are you wasn't... from there? I found my father and he told me I'm not his son. Ouchie's. <laughs> and I <I'd> say yikes <laughs> while I'm like trying to get uh,
0: trying to get another glass of ale.
5: <laughs> Sorry that I asked. Um, you guys are having this little conversation. Um Windmay and Ocean, are you guys gonna follow them in the room?
4: I thought that they were heading outside. So
2: maybe I just sort of like peek through to see what they're doing. Uh, so I ca- I kind of don't. I haven't so been asked. No one's. Yeah, I've just kind of stay where I am at the bar. Still, Try, I, like I'm. I kind of have my back turned away from the security. I'm trying to my best to still kind of analyze the, the parchment.
5: Winmay, give me a stealth roll.
4: <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. <laughs>
1: So I got three. Okay. <laughs> Did you, you roll to, a one?
5: You try yes. to like look in Did she to, roll the one, play the noise. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you try to look in either through the keyhole or sort of like around the door and um the other three of you hear the door click. You're like like it's so like someone's like in your mind you think it's about to walk someone's about to walk through.
1: Okay, can I turn around? And so the door is not open, but I hear that it is being opened?
5: Correct. And so a reminder is you, you wanted to get the hell out because you were afraid that the guards might find you.
1: Correct. Can I – okay, or, so here's one of those situations where I – so if I wanted to take a guess as to which door – because there's two doors in front of us. Yes, one on the right one in front of us. Correct. And I don't know which one leads outside. Correct. So, would I have to roll? Like, do I have to roll to like pick one? Like, I mean, the correct you, one, or should I just guess?
5: I don't think there's. Well, all right, I'll say. Or this. do I just
1: pick one and hope for the best?
5: I'll say this first. You can absolutely just pick one, but I'll let you roll. You've you're a criminal, and you've cased a lot of joints in this town because you've been running through your, you know you you go from town to town running your cons basically um and you pay attention to like you're always paying attention to the out like where how do you get out like what what do you do how do you escape so i'll say if you you can roll um you can roll a history check to see if you can remember the layout of this building
1: history all right that is wisdom oh nope that's intelligence just kidding rolled a 12 plus
5: three, 15 15 you're you're pretty sure the one straight ahead is how you get out
1: all right i would like to run towards said door because there's someone on my ass behind me that i uh, hear pull, <laughs> me? Pull the
5: or grab it throw it open and like jump out and jump into wherever it leads perfect Are the other two gonna follow, or are you just gonna sit there I'm.
0: I don't have anything to hide. <laughs> I'm just a little. I'm just a little gnome. So I just opened the door.
5: <laughs> um, Paramar, he hasn't paid you yet, and he told you that he was going to pay you if you got him outside safely.
3: I turn to him and say, "Where's no, my?" No, he's mom? gone. He oh. po- I'm out. <laughs> I'm gone, bro.
5: <laughs> Hold after him. Or you can wait.
3: I'm outie. <laughs> I turn to Karen and I say. Someone didn't pay me. Your friend.
5: <laughs> as, you, as you guys are saying this, the door, like, May basically sort of, like, falls through the door a little bit and her head, like, sticks out.
2: May
4: <laughs> And I'm just like, Jesus
5: Christ.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and then I realize that Noctis isn't with you, so I ask where he went.
0: And she does I, uh, care. I yelled, "Knock this, uh, buddy! It's just Wind May." Um,
5: so, Even am I too I far? Am I too far? Right? Am I too far away to hear this? So, when you jumped through the door, uh, you were in the back alley of this build of this uh, behind the thing. So, there's like your building, and then there's like an, another building right in front of you, and it, it goes either side of you, um, and it opens out on like larger streets on either mm-hmm. side of you. So, you can either you know, you could you can just try to like h- hug the wall and hide, or find somewhere to hide. Maybe there's something somewhere, or you can like take off running toward the street.
1: Or you uh, can hide. hide. I'll hide. Okay. I'll, I'll say that I hid instead of
5: like bolted completely. Okay, so roll a stealth check. All right.
1: This D twenty is going to work out. That is, I can do math. Stealth, stealth. Okay, so I'm proficient in that. Hold on, let me get my pencil. So
5: so right things say it again so it's your modifier plus your proficiency bonus.
1: modifier plus proficiency that is 21
5: yeah so you duck into like maybe like an old trash barrel or something um, beautiful I smell great and uh, and you can hear uh, somebody calling your name like you can hear someone saying knocked
1: knocked
5: uh, buddy
1: it's just winning." <laughs> I sink further into the trash can. (laughs) (laughs)
5: All right, Ocean. So what are you doing? So when just stepped into this back room.
2: just say screw it all and I'd go back there as well.
5: All right. So you follow in. So the other three of you, or the other, yeah, the other three of you see a giant dragon man step into the room and shut the door behind him.
2: What are you doing?
0: Uh, I was um I was actually um, looking for for my friend uh, Noctis, this uh, not this buddy
1: <laughs> uh, I kind of I, I, I peek my head up and I notice that uh, my small child friend is talking to a dragon who I met previously uh, but I choose to do nothing yet
0: <laughs> um, I uh, I, I really don't know where he went. I'm sure he's not far away, um, but he seems to owe oh, um, this nice um, or, half-orc. Are, are you half-orc? Yes. Uh, yeah, he owes this very nice half-orc money. Um, so uh, my other friend, Winmay, was just going to help me find uh, Noctis.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I have a question. So we, like, snuck in the back. Did anyone see us leave? Because I was kind of noisy. it's
5: um, a great question. Let's find out. You don't know whether or not somebody was able to follow you and look in. Um, Ocean, before you stepped in, you didn't notice anybody that was paying attention to you guys, but you weren't, you know, you were also just sort of like looking around. But you also, Winma, you do know you made a lot of noise because you're like, you're like, shit, that was a mistake.
1: This is how I know she's not a thief because she didn't even lock the door behind her.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, maybe we should
0: uh, follow the staircase and just see if we can um, get out of this room specifically.
5: <laughs> but and, it'd be great if my
0: buddy way, knocked this. Follow-
5: <laughs> by the way, knocked left the when he took off running, he left the door hanging open into the alleyway. So like like light is spilling out into the alleyway, and you can now see that it goes outside.
4: I I go ahead and just go outside because I realize that this group's getting a little bigger. Probably not for the best. Time to make an exit.
5: Okay, Winmay just looks all at you all and just starts walking out the back door.
3: I turn to her and I say, where the fuck are you going? I still don't oh my have God. my money. And it's more friend. <laughs> oh, aggressive. To me? Yes.
4: Um, well, I pay you no mind. I owe you nothing. So I keep walking out the door.
3: Sassy. <laughs> <laughs> I follow after her and say, I'm still out two silver pieces. You- and according to... This Karen fellow is your friend too.
5: (laughs) You you don't actually hear Winmay step out, but you hear like some like uh, jangling and uh, this just big giant half orc steps out and starts screaming at Winmay about his silver. And you realize immediately you were supposed to pay him silver. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Well, I am not a good person. So, uh, I'm going to, (laughs) and I don't know any of these people, so I'm going to sit tight because there is an angry half-orc, and I know all about orcs, and I don't want (laughs) to mess with one.
0: I I just kind of shrug at Sheen and um, go outside trying to find Noctus.
1: Can I actually, because I do speak orcish, I am actually going to emerge from my trash can like Oscar the grouch and <laughs> and I want to can I speak to Paramar in orkish yeah absolutely so nobody does anybody else speak orkish i do not no. okay so this is just me and me and the big guy and i say hey big fella sun's getting real low <laughs> and i say Now, I don't think I asked you your name. So so now, friend, I will like to point out that our deal was that you get me outside safely. And considering that I found my own way outside, I think I should only have to pay you one silver piece.
3: I look at him and I say, if I didn't tell you to go through that door to get into the back room... You'd still be dealing with that town guard.
1: Yes, but who picks the door?
3: <laughs> who broke? The, who wanted to break down the door? You <laughs> the that are
1: going I the realize door. that I cannot have reason with my axe. I realize that I cannot reason with the nine intelligence half work. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I say, "Okay, fine. I'll pay you half now. I don't even know how much silver is relative to like." A lot of money or a little money. I just assume that it's okay. Like, it's, it's like, eh. It's like a couple of dollars. Okay. So, I say, all right, listen. I'll pay you half now. And as soon as the guards are gone, as soon as we're away from the guards, I'll give you the other half.
0: We will find out what happens on the other side
4: of this deal on the next episode of Never Been Questing.